bow, 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 Brick Squad, Riverdale. Yeah, mine is recording. Great. Awesome. So do you like that? Is Jeez. it good? I don't know. Have you not had it? I think it? I'm going to get it. No. Oh, you haven't tried it? I was oh. going to get it. No, I was going to get it today, but then I was like. Why not? I don't know. I might get it tomorrow. Because I was going to, I you know, I was going to, maybe we was going to do a group FaceTime again, and then we was all going to do it. That would be dope. Friday. Where half the call doesn't show up high <laughs> and <laughs> quiet and falls asleep. <laughs> to the group drinking face. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. I'm tired of you already. Like I don't even. No, want to you would like it. It tastes. It literally tastes like juice, which is um, on brand for for you. That's because I don't like the taste of just straight up alcohol. See, that's because you didn't have like a shots phase. So like, why would I want that for myself? <laughs> well. I mean, that means just you, you were just a different type I would of drink. Ra- I would want the, I would want the alcohol to taste good. Like, if it don't taste good, why would I drink it? I don't know what you've been to through. To get drunk. Y'all, like, no, <laughs> no. I don't, listen, alcohol doesn't do always that, have to taste good. It doesn't. It doesn't always have to I don't taste want good. It. I don't People want drink it. straight liquor they, all the they time. Got, they, I don't know what's going on in their Because it's. One cheaper because if you're gonna be drinking out now that you're like 21, you can go to bars and you'll realize I every drink that luck. tastes good costs like a full meal. <laughs> I wish them. And then if you just get like a piece of shots, pitiful. Hey, listen, pitiful. listen. It's okay. One of these days, you'll. It you'll, is uh, okay. <laughs> you'll make it. Nah, I'm gonna be one of them folks at the grown and sexy events that's drinking, like. I don't know, mixed drinks or something like that, maybe. All right, we'll start <laughs> in three, two, one. What's up, y'all? We are back. I need to get, you know what? Uh, Next time we do it, I'm going to get um the air horn thing. So uh, when you say, what's up, y'all? It's going to be like, pure, pure, pure. sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that that's what I will be doing next time you say that. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Go Fuck ahead. it. Anyways, I'm here with Corbin. Hi, Corbin. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Um, happy to be here again uh, with my buddy old pal um, during this Virgo season. You know, my favorite season, honestly. Um, I love this season more than uh, the Christmas season, to be honest. Um, just uh, very merry and jolly and all those different things. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to the Virgos one time, Beyonce, Ludacris, um, all of y'all. Um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all one time. <laughs> all the Virgos in my life. Y'all know who y'all are. Um, I should have saved that for the pop culture plug, but, I mean, honestly, listen, I just want to let people know that y'all are loved. So that's how I'm doing today. Happy to be part of the season. I'm not a Virgo, but I will celebrate with y'all. So, yeah. 
Gang, Is gang. that why you chose to interrupt a Virgo <laughs> in the beginning of Virgo season? That's how you repay us? I feel that. <laughs> Anyways, cool. Well, fuck it. The whole intro's fucked. So, <laughs> welcome to episode seven or whatever. Uh, my name's Avery, and we are back with episodes four, five, and six of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, anything you want to say before we get into episode four? I'm sure you're about I, to be like, let's hop right into it. This is the Swamp episode, right? Yeah. Okay, I think I just have them numbered wrong, but no, like I said all I had to say. Um, I feel like Appa is a Virgo. Um, I normally have, like, feelings um, about who's what. You know what I'm saying? He just gives me that. He gives me Virgo vibes. But that's it. That's all I got. How about you? Oh, I thought you meant <laughs> on what I think Appa is in terms of Zodiac. And I was like, I don't fucking know. Um, nope, I don't have anything. So let's um, go ahead and hop into episode four. So episode four, uh, we can start with um, Zuko and Iroh because they had kind of a little piece in the beginning and end. Uh, mm-hmm. But they are now begging for loose change and things like that because they obviously have already left their, uh, like, they don't have their ship, they don't have their crew, they don't have any of that anymore. And so they're just trying to make it through these uh, cities that their land has terrorized for 100 years <laughs> yes. um, without getting uh, outed as being from the Fire Nation. And so they're begging for loose change, and this douchebag comes up to them <laughs> during it and it was like, How much? Like, uh, I have a fucking gold piece for a performance, and Iroh, being chill and happy about it, just starts dancing and singing or something like that. And he was like, Oh, you're gonna have to sing for your supper. And then, like, fat shames him and then, like, starts, whips out some swords and starts about to cut him. And this was just, <laughs> there was so much going on in this yeah. scene. And it was just ugly. And so, obviously, Zuko, with all of his pride, was like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this. Um mm-hmm. And throughout the episode, uh, Iroh tells him, like, hey, being poor is, like, a humble, noble thing or whatever. And Zuko was like, I think the fuck not. And (laughs) that sets up their conflict later in the day. (laughs) Is that your roommate? (laughs) Relax. Doing some dishes. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. But on the um, not-so-distant part of the world, the Gayang are traveling again, once again, on Appa, and they are passing They're looking for something over. to eat. They're yeah, they're hungry. They don't got no food. Mm-hmm. And, and it was funny that within, like, five episodes of Zuko and Iroh being homeless, they had to start begging, begging for money and stuff. And the gang has been homeless for an entire season and a quarter, and we haven't seen them begging or anything like that. Well, that's um, because, but I guess you they know, probably aren't the like avatar, doing it on foot. Yeah. Well, he's the avatar, but there's only so many times that they get monetary benefits from that. Like he can't make food with his airbending. They just gotta so, catch like, what they eat, you know. 
they never address honestly like how they eat for the most part like they do sometimes they they make quick references to like oh this food but i don't think they <laughs> i think they're just like ah kids won't notice <laughs> like it's not important here. for the plot yeah. they haven't eaten in fucking like six episodes it's totally fine that's how they stay so skinny but they are flying above this haunted looking swamp mm-hmm. and ang obviously goes Oh, I feel I feel connected. I feel called to go down to that swamp and like, what are you for talking free. about? Exactly. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh everyone's like, mm, are you sure about this? And he was like, Well, Boomy told me to find an earthbender that listens and I'm listening, so I think we should go, but ultimately he's like, okay, if y'all don't want to really go, then we can just not go. And I was like, thank you. But a tornado comes at the speed of fucking light and almost rams through them. And so they end up landing anyways. They all get split up um, yet again. And basically they are seeing illusions um ang sees this girl that we don't see for another like two episodes um that's laughing and it's got confused. a fancy dress yeah yeah and Sokka was like yeah good thing we're at a tea party or something like that and then katara sees her mom and then automatically starts crying uh Sokka sees the, like patronus of ua <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically and then UA says you didn't protect me, but that was a weird line for them to have her say because it was her destiny for that to happen, so it didn't really make sense. Like, it's not like Sokka knocked into her and then it was like, oh, crap, now the moon. Well, I think it was just like a manifestation of, like, you know, his thoughts and what was going on in his mind. Like, maybe he's been feeling kind of guilty that he wasn't able to, like, protect her in a sense to where she didn't have to die you know what i'm saying but i mean it's nothing like that dude um commander uh commander zhao lieutenant zhao whatever his title was you know he grabbed the fish admiral (laughs) admiral yeah admiral zhao i thought he got promoted to something else but maybe not grab the fish um the white fish or maybe it was the black one i don't know out the out the water and killed it like it's nothing that he really could have done but you know yeah, that's we why it was like the- it was kind of a weird it just felt like a weird line of like mm-hmm. it could have i think it would have been maybe more effective if it was like something else like oh we could have been together or something like we could have spent our lives together or like i miss you or like something just as emotional but like you didn't protect me for me didn't really make sense because i was like and I know people like uh, interpret trauma incorrect, like as like um, their own manifestation sometimes. But I was like, that that was a weird line. <laughs> like I automatically said, "What? <laughs> you were gonna be the moon?" <laughs> like from my couch, I was like, "Girl, what are you talking about?" But then I was like, "No, yeah, she's girl. not real." So <laughs> girl, what are you talking about? Um, but yeah, he sees the fucking Patronus of UA, and that it leads them all to the same place. And well, when they get there, that, they see the swamp um, monster. Oh, the Appa and uh, Momo are still trying to find their way back to Aang and the gang. Um, when these Bayou, Louisiana country type folk like are trying to find them also um, and eat them and capture them. Uh, and uh, they get recognized as swamp benders. So 
that's like the introduction of kind of like different parts of water bending. So we know that there's ice bending, there's swamp bending, um, and we're still like recognizing that there's different types of bending that somebody could do with the elements that they have. So it's really interesting how like in different episodes they'll introduce different parts of like the nations and what all they're able to do and, and whatnot. So that's kind of like them, like these country looking folk, you know, missing teeth, uh, got this slang, but they're in this, this world, like the avatar world. So it's cool how they did that. Yeah. And, um, and it was funny when they were talking about, uh, uh, What's her name? Katara, when they asked her eventually, like, later in the episode, like, oh, where are you from? <clears throat> and they said, oh, the South Pole. And they were like, oh, like, y'all got swamps down there, basically. And they were like, no, it's just ice and, like, <laughs> ice and snow. Um, and he was like, no wonder you left. <laughs> and I was like, never been nowhere. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Because a lot of people I know from the South are like that of like, you want to go where? Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> it's cold up there. Um, but I did enjoy seeing the Southern the southern folk um, as a Southern folk myself. Um, but this this uh, swamp monster, what do you think about that? That uh, was attacking Oh, you them? mean you mean Groot? Groot. <laughs> I, I, yes, Groot as a, um, I don't know. If what was Groot the name was of what? that? Uh, the because it had the face of Groot. It also kind of reminded me of um, that damn tree uh, from Harry Potter. The tree. That was the, yeah. Oh, the Whomping Willow. No, I was thinking um, of that's funny because I was thinking of another tree. I was thinking of um, the Grandma Willow or whatever it is from Pocahontas. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what she's talking about. I don't know about. what she was actually called. Um, Wow, you beat me to a Harry Potter joke. I didn't even think about that one. That's, yes, that's take a funny. shot for me. Go ahead. I will. Hold on. Let me let me get oh that. Oh my god. Oh, where's the lighter? Hold a second. Oh, I got one. Oh wait, no, I don't. Thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days we're gonna try and do that and accidentally like set the microphone on fire and go, oh shit. <laughs> Keep rolling. Um but yeah, so Groot pulls up on them and mm-hmm. was terrified. This whole thing was terrifying. Um, not as much as other episodes, but the whole time I was like, this could not be me. Like when they get snatched up by the roots um, after they find each other and they're sleeping back to back, bike to bike to bike. Um, bike. That was like my deepest fear, like <laughs> realized while watching. And, uh, yeah, so they're fighting this swamp monster that seems to just be kind of like, like the Ant-Man or something and just, uh, mm-hmm. it keeps reforming and stuff. Or is it Ant-Man? I think I'm thinking of the ant guy in, uh, Rick and Morty, who's literally just, you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen that episode? I have not seen. Someone will get it. It's like that group of, that show. it's like that group of, uh, superheroes and there's one that's like literally all ants or something like that. And it just like keeps <laughs> reforming every time someone hits it. But, uh, yeah, eventually they realize, oh, there's a person inside of there, um, with some fried ass ends. And they eventually are able to get him to come out of the swamp monster thing. And, and so they ask him like, oh, why did you bring us here? If you were just trying to kill us. And he was like, uh, I didn't do that. I don't bring people here. I just protect the forest from people trying to hurt it and uh, or the swamp. And the swamp so people. 
They Swamp link People up. is actually a show. Have you seen Swamp People? I bet you've seen Swamp People. <laughs> you like shows like that. What was the other one that you like? Is that the uh, one that you tell me about? I told you about that like a couple years ago. Yeah, it was that one because you were really like, yeah. you were like, I've been watching this for days. <laughs> I remember because it was something like very specific like that. Like it was one of those like, yeah, white people doing shit out in the outdoors or something like that. And I yeah, was like, Wicked is Tuna is another thing. good one. And then there's Swamp Loggers, which is another one um, that comes on. I think either Nat Geo or Discovery, one of those two channels, or it might be. Um, God, I forgot. It's one of those shows where they show like it's like a Duck Dynasty esque type show, but you know, what Swamp People is basically these people who live in Louisiana and they are like just living life. Most of them are um are gator hunters, so they'll go out and like kill these alligators and you know they'll like sell them and they have to get the biggest ones by the end of the season and they sell them and they'll like cut them up and make them into food and eat them and stuff like that. Or like they'll be out there hunting hogs or just living life in the bayou, you know, and they're, they don't really know each other, but they're in competition, like with each other kind of. So they have to catch these, these big gators in a certain amount in order to like support their family. And it's just really raw because, you know, they just got to be out there with the elements and try to do what they can. So yeah, that's one of my, my plugs. Like I highly recommend that people watch Swamp People. It's a great, great, great show. Like we used to watch that on Sundays, man, after church. He be in the kitchen watching Swap People. <laughs> oh my God! Listen, <laughs> that should be going crazy. Y'all should watch it. Anyways, yeah. Um, with this, <laughs> with Avatar, <laughs> where where were we at? I I totally forgot. They was in a tree, and that dude was talking about how every, <laughs> how everything was connected. <laughs> well, yeah, free. that's the part that we just got to. Um. So they all link up and they figure out that he's not the <laughs> earthbender that they were looking for. Um, thank you for such a detailed, wonderful plug for the Emmy-nominated uh, <laughs> uh, Swamp People. Um, but yeah, they realize that he's probably not the earthbender that they're thinking of. And because he's obviously a water, he's kind of like a waterbender. Like he says that he, he water, bends the water, he bends the the water in the roots. Yeah. yeah. And um and then he tells them that it's all connected and all of these things. And basically, uh, they realize, oh, yeah, Appa and Momo, uh, the Timon and Pumbaa of uh, Avatar, are out there. Aang sees them by doing some weird... Not Timon uh, and Pumbaa. What? Some weird, like... Uh, he, I don't even know how to describe what Aang does, but he basically uses the roots to find out where Appa was. Like, I was like, he like is just... able to sense the like, yeah, the connection. It was one of them, like, them just throwing in, like, oh, yeah, Aang can do this too, whatever. Like, <laughs> it serves the plot, Aang can do it too. And <laughs> he finds where they are, and that Appa is in a net. And as I was watching this, I was like, this is unrealistic because they would have killed Appa um, if this was not a kid show. Because I don't think that they would have transported that live 
massive animal. Like, you don't see poachers transporting a live, massive elephant and just being like, doo-doo-doo, we're just going to yeah, keep walking. People, like, they, they probably shoot them Abba. first. But it's yeah, like, you would have been dead. In this, in this show, like, none of them have weapons. Like, they have knives and stuff, but, like, these well, swamp arrows. Folk, yeah, arrows. Like, well, they they could have, honestly. But are these swamp people, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think it was just that it was a, a kid show. And yeah. They didn't think that kids would notice. Um, I also have a note <laughs> that Appa is clearly... A, the Jesus of Avatar, because he can uh, not only walk, but run on water. He said, Jesus, I will raise you <laughs> one better, and I will run. <laughs> um, I also have a note that, because <laughs> when he was telling him about, um, I don't know, it's so funny, but when uh, the swamp dude was telling them about everyone being connected, and that it's like Earth, and he really said, I really don't care if you black, white, yellow, polka dot, we all made up of the same stuff, we're Who all interconnected. Who said that? <laughs> That's basically what the swamp dude said. He was like, we are oh, all yeah. made of the same things, we're not different. That's right. We all bleed red right. blood, I don't care if you're black, white, purple, glitter, we are the same. Glitter, rain, porn. All of the things. <laughs> um... I mean, you know, that's basically like, I think that's what he was trying to get the kids at the time to understand that we're all just the same. Like, we just need to put our differences aside and get on the same accord because we're all human. We're all human beings at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? All of our lives matter. We're all the same here. Um, Hello, listeners. We would like to talk to you about the wonders of the All Lives Matter campaign. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Why, uh, uh, I can't even come up with like a reasonable pitch. <laughs> but yeah. We 100% Basically, support yeah. that um campaign. Um because campaigns I am are killing important. these pistachios while we <laughs> I hope I can cut out all the noises of me eating these pistachios. But we I mean, 100% I I but... support that campaign because um as we both know, campaigning is important. Um that's what everyone should get involved with is a good campaign um so yeah that's one of them that you don't make fun of me (laughs) that you (laughs) should be involved in um anyways yeah i mean corbin's making fun of me because i always love to uh plug the the benefits of a good organizing campaign on an undergraduate campus but anyways they find Appa, then they resolve all the conflict with the little swamp people. They get Appa and Momo back. And they and get so some the gang's food. all here. Yes. And they get some food, yeah. Some possums. They some were possum eating chicken. bugs. And he made the same face that Simba makes when he makes the... Like, there were so many references that reminded me of, like, like Momo hops on the back of an alligator in the water. And I was like, clearly he didn't watch Lion King 2. And <laughs> there were just so many Lion King references in Avatar. But, um... That was about it for that storyline. Um, and they were just talking about, like, they still didn't really fully understand why they were called to mm-hmm. the swamp. Um, it was just I think the best part of the mystery. ending of, of that show, though, was when that bird was screaming. And then that bird <laughs> smacked <laughs> that bird in the face and it flew off. I was like, gosh, if I heard something like that, I'd be like, I would I would be scared for my life. If birds screamed instead of tweet twinkle twinkle. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
I literally, because I do this thing where, um, for listeners at home, whenever I watch something, I repeat things back into, like, like I just repeat anything that I hear that I think is really fun, like, kind of like uh, Kristen Bell when she, like, repeats accents into her hand when she's watching TV. And yeah, so, like, that one, I weird. immediately, the bird was like, ah! And I was like, ah! <laughs> and just in my apartment by myself, screaming at the TV. Um, but also... normal. <laughs> that bird scream? Um, at the end of this episode, we also see... Is this the a group joke? No. Oh. <laughs> that bird scream. That pussy sing? <laughs> Um, by the end of this episode, we see the return of the blue spirit. So um, let me tell you something. I was so excited. I was so excited. I think I may have seen that the blue spirit was coming back at some point um, mm-hmm. by accident. But yes. as soon as that dude fucked them over, I was like, oh, Zuko Zuko's is about come. to break out the mask. I think the blue spirit is badass. I don't care. I think blue spirit is badass as fuck. <laughs> Listen, it's what he deserved. Like, I feel like um, a lot of the folks in the Earth Nation, Earth Kingdom villages um, kind of have like, especially the one that's supposed to be protectors, they develop a superiority complex because they're like, oh, we're just saving you from the Earth Nation. And then they just end up being evil themselves. So that guy definitely had what was coming to him. But, you know, it's, it'll be interesting to see like how how long throughout the, the season Zuko is able to keep up this act to where he like doesn't need no help and he's stealing and he has like this pride about him and whatnot um so yeah it'll be interesting going along but you know do you want to get into episode five avatar day avatar day yeah yes so i thought that this (laughs) I thought that this was immediately going to be still in the swamp. Like, I thought we were going to get an answer to the swamp question, but no, they just ended it. Um, and so they're already on their merry way. And they go to this town and they see that they're celebrating Avatar Day. And they're like, ooh, that's lit. So they have Avatar Kyoshi float. They have an Avatar Roku TV float. And then they have uh, Avatar Aang float float coming through and anxious mm-hmm. like Doo-doo-doo, that's so nice i'm so glad that y'all appreciate me and stuff whatever i'd like to thank the academy i would like to thank my team i would like to thank my my lovely lovely gang um and thank you my girlfriend <laughs> katara yes no and yes. <laughs> so they're watching and then they realize that someone's coming with a torch and then he busts through uh i think it was avatar kiyoshi and it sets Kyoshi on fire, and then they shoot a fire arrow into Aang's eye and burn that up. <laughs> and, and they were talking all this shit, and suddenly uh, Katara obviously puts out the fire with uh, some water bending, and Aang was like, that's my friend, and I'm the fucking Avatar. Like, the fuck is y'all's problem? And automatically, these people became... Um, what I would describe as bitch made and mm. started like trembling and clearly were all barking no bite. Um, and they basically share that they have an anti avatar day because they claim that avatar Kyoshi 
was responsible for killing uh, Chin the Great. Mm -hmm. And so Aang voluntarily gets incarcerated to prove that... (laughs) This whole uh, Law and Order thing that was happening in the show, (laughs) I was like, what is this? What is this? But you like Law and Order, so I thought you would like this. (laughs) Dun dun. It was different. Avery... Was it? I don't watch Law and Order, so I really can't make that comparison. I, watch I can't be like, isn't it? I was, um, I need to stay off Twitter at night. I was just on my phone, sorry. And I, I feel see, like you stay on your phone when we are recording, and I'd be looking dead at you the whole time. Because you'd be looking no, down. I just, I just look down <laughs> at it, and I see that just for pop culture stuff to plug in, you know, it's important, that Chicago residents held a free R. Kelly protest and uh, I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and put that away. I don't know why I decided to say that now, but it just... I don't know why you did either. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that part of the, the episode with the Law & Order stuff, and they were like, oh, well, you got to prove your innocence. And he's like, yeah, I'll prove my innocence. And then he gets arrested and then they d- determine that Sokka's going to be this detective. So they go back to Kiyoshi Island to find evidence. They f- they realize that she got some big-ass feet. Yeah, she got some. She She's like me. I have big feet, too. Um, so I was like, yes. Representation. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they were like, you could post bail. And they obviously don't have money, so I don't know why he did that. But he gets they locked up. They had some, uh, some water, water tribe coins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause they don't do take anything. water tribe coins. When they paid for something with water tribe coins, and that guy was like, "As long as it's money," I was like, "That's bullshit." What if I went to Canada and tried to give them American ass dollars, and they'd be like, "Oh, when I as long Belize, as it's they money." Took a, American money. I feel like it's only a few places that would do that, though. Like, I feel like you can't go to like China and be like, "Here's some American dollars," and they'd be like, "Oh, thanks." Like, you don't just do that. People don't pay you in yen. People don't pay you in euros. You would look at them like, what am I supposed to People do with this? People can pay me. As long as it's Blue Benjamins, you know what I'm saying? That's all, it, that's all that matters. Like, as long as it's that guala, that guac. This kitty talk, uh, euros, dollars, and yens. Is that what it is? Yens, euros, and dollars. Dollars, yen, and euros. <laughs> How did you say it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Is this you a Cardi B song? It's City Girls. It's the city girls, and you know what? Oh I'm my from. gosh! Wow, you're right. I'm sorry. I need to do a better job because I like city girls a lot. That's that. The city girls. like rodeo jobs. You really nasty, but classy. Birkin bag. Maybe I'll cut this out. God, Don't do that. I might. I might save you. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> So Aang is it is incarcerated again, yes. and he, even though he can free um, himself, I love exactly. He just took it off, <laughs> and I love the line when he gets in because it's just a wild ass line for someone to enter on of like you got a bald head, some nice tattoos, <laughs> and then like they just make the joke of like these uh, uh, men in prison who you would think would be aggressive and mean who are they also super nice and. <laughs> Yeah, and that's, like, the joke. Um, But that was really cute, and them giving advice about dating and stuff like that. And (laughs) 
and just like pops that thing off his head. And while all this is happening, um, before we get into uh, Sokka reenacting Law and Order, we see uh, Zuko is still the blue spirit and he's taking food. He's taking these fancy tea kettles. He's taking all this stuff. And mm-hmm. <laughs> basically he goes to, um, <laughs> this was so sad. I look at my like jaw drops, but him and Iroh were talking and this is when Iroh gets, uh, yeah, a little bit upset with Zuko stealing and points out about like, it's okay to be poor. Like it's really fine. Tea tastes the same no matter what it comes in. <laughs> and Zuko goes, we no longer have anything to gain by tracking with each other or traveling with each other. And like, you just see Iroh's face drop and uh, Zuko starts to leave. And then Iroh gives him a Cusco the Llama and he just leaves and they split up. That was really sad. That was not a good choice. But, um, and I know that the episode six is called like, or episode seven uh, it's called, like, uh, Zuko Alone and stuff like that. So I'm sure we'll get more into how he's dealing with traveling by himself. Because um, we don't really talk about him in episode six at all. But, mm-hmm. yeah, how are you feeling? I know Iroh is your uh, your husband. And uh, it is. how are you feeling? Listen, I do the cooking and the cleaning. Um, I can make some tea. I'm more of the I don't cook, I don't clean, um, in reference to Iroh. Fortunately. It's good for you though. I'm glad. Um, we don't have to fight over the same man. It's good for the friendship. Yeah, only one of them's a man, so there's that. Uh. <laughs> um, how do I feel? <laughs> so- <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Chris Hansen up in here. I'm so bad at you. <laughs> I'm weak as fuck. Um, please start talking <laughs> about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like you know Zuko is gonna have to go through some things alone in this season um, to kind of kind of realize more about his destiny because I feel like a lot of his he feels like his destiny is just to get the avatar and he's gonna have his honor so you know when he's poor you know he's just really down about that and then he then Iroh makes this line there's a simple honor in 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 poverty and then Zuko's you know ashamed and he's like no I need the avatar da 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 but it's like even if he did he still wouldn't be happy because you know there's more to life than that so realizing what his destiny without the avatar is a hard look for him I feel like it's gonna be with this season but you know I like how the the folks who created the show kind of throw in kind of like this this uh these these scenes of Iroh and um and Zuko together because it's like you know really Zuko and Iroh only have each other like they only care about each other I mean um Iroh really has nothing he's disgraced from the Fire Nation and then kind of so is Zuko so they only have each other and uh they trust each other they care about each other I think it's just Zuko's got to figure out what that care looks like for himself in order to care for Iroh. So, you know, I like how they did that. 
Um, but yeah, it'll be it, it's I think you'll be surprised what what happens in the next couple episodes. I'm excited. <clears throat> I uh yeah. Um I'm excited to see uh Zuko really having to reconcile cuz I think that Iroh protects him a little bit from having to really uh face some of the things that he's going through and some of the trauma that he's going through cuz Iroh is kind of like a like a comfort um in most ways uh even though he gets on Zuko's fucking nerves and he would probably get on my, ner- my nerves in season 1 um but I think especially in season 2 he's much more just like uh reassuring and soothing and trying to like gently guide him in another direction but uh clearly that's not really what Zuko needs right now um but I'm really sad for Iroh because he also is just alone and it's not like you have your phone you can't you know what I'm saying text people I'm the sure whole they time have their phones. be like hey girl you still mad hey girl you good you make it out the okay cool where you at now drop your location um you and on my and shoot so, oh shoot i was just there last week turn up <laughs> that's wild uh, <laughs> and uh oh my gosh. yeah all that stuff and so i it sucks that every time zuko has to grow it comes at the expense of uh of iroh like every time zuko has to go out on his own and learn something like it kind of has screws iroh over a little bit so that sucks a little bit but Jeez Louise. Um What's going on? But <laughs> what's going on, Avery? I know. I'm so tired. I this is probably the most like uh <laughs> straightforward podcast we've done. I think it's ninety nine percent because I'm like half asleep right now. I'm <laughs> like <laughs> I wonder if listeners at home are like, wow, Avery's not being as disruptive as they normally are during this podcast. You're right. Um, I'm over here drinking and uh, sleepy. <laughs> I took a nap right before this. But um, yeah, so that's where we're at in terms of their relationship in this episode. And so mm-hmm. Katara and Sokka are on the case to try and free Aang and prove that he's innocent and that Kyoshi is innocent, which is the same person, obviously, but... They uh, go to Kyoshi Island, uh, which is apparently not that far, and mm-hmm. they, which we know why in a second, but they go to Kyoshi Island and look at all of her original hear, stuff. Yeah, yeah. We also this is the return of the disgusting uh, Angie uh, nickname, oh, yeah. and I thought that I would never have to hear that bullshit again, <laughs> but I did. Um, <laughs> and. We want Angie. Like that is so disgusting. It like, ugh, like, ugh. anyways. And so they look at all of Kyoshi's old stuff, and they're like, "Wait, she got some big old feet." Showed but you. the footprint was teeny tiny, and the hour of the day that she's in this picture is an alibi because she was at Kyoshi Island and not there, and all of these things. Um, and Sokka's got that weird, <laughs> like, head gear type thing with the monocle and whatever and be sherlock holmes exactly and they go back to uh they don't even say what town it is no i don't I think they know say what town it's it like is. where chin the great was so you know, yeah I, I so they go I back to the, the unimportant town who was a piece of shit they was and, all weirdos anyway yeah like, they uh, suck this town sucks 
When they were like, this is the worst fucking place we've been, I was like, yeah, it is. I hate this. I did not like this. I Well, I didn't like this episode only because I didn't like them. I think it was an interesting episode, though, but I think I was just like, I hate this town. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. shut up. And so they go back, and they, the guy who does the leader's voice, he reminded me of the uh, dude from Mulan. You know what I'm talking yes, about? The uppity I think dude. it's the same person. It feels like it's the same person, or he's trying to do, like, a similar voice. Um, mm-hmm. But he basically was like, oh, like, justice means it's just us. So you're going to tell your story, and I'm going to tell mine, and I'll decide who I believe. And that's, like, we don't do evidence around here, mm-hmm. and which I mean America. And they... <laughs> he shares what happened, um, and then Ang bullshits through this awful interpretation of the evidence that they gave him and uh i was super annoyed by that and so they were like okay you know what like we're about to throw a hail mary and have him dress up in all of kiyoshi's clothes and see if that prompts something Come and then on, kiyoshi comes reference. back and exactly i like football and um, i like fo- they, yeah, i didn't know you like football i like college football that's why I like college football. I thought you only like college basketball. I like college basketball significantly more, but I, I mean, I cheered for 10 years, so I had to watch football a lot. So I liked it because I also had to watch it. And then, yeah. But my mom's a big Carolina fan, so we watch Carolina all the time. But I don't like NFL every day. Aw, thank you. Um, Oh, thanks. Thanks. An avocado. Thanks. And so, oh my gosh. <laughs> and this so they long. go <laughs> and put Aang in all this stuff, and Kyoshi comes back, and Kyoshi is a badass. I fucked with this whole energy of like, <laughs> y'all got me fucked up. I did kill that man. <laughs> she said, and I don't care. I would do it again in a heartbeat. And we realized that. Well, I mean, to be she, honest, what she did was she committed violence. She really didn't kill him. Manslaughter. So I mean, yeah, it really wasn't her fault. He should have backed the fuck up. He was too close to the edge. Like when he saw I'm that. on the edge of the mainland, and I'm hanging on a moment of truth. I thought she was gonna say Omashu, but that would have been better. Um, he wasn't in Omashu <clears> though. I know. I was like, uh. I don't I don't have a name to try and rhyme in here. He's like he was like the cliffhanger episode. Actually, no, cliffhanger uh, lasts cliffhanger. longer than he does. <laughs> Listen, that was a Just cliffhanger. Well can't hold on much longer. It's my favorite dude in all of television. I'm a little buzzed. And um <laughs> and uh here we this go. Is my, uh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's my second drink. And um so what's going on? She tells here? a story and <laughs> I'm telling you what I, Don't uh, do this. <laughs> <laughs> and she tells a story that Chen the Great was basically this uh imperialist Hitler. Yeah, and he was he, a tyrant, that's what she said. A horrible tyrant. And Kiyoshi was like <laughs> What you're not finna do is come to my house my. where I live with my, my homies. Yeah. My <laughs> my place 
of, uh, what is it called? Residence? Or is it address? Oh, I got it wrong. Where I inhabit um, the earth. And she ends up being like, you know what? I have all the tools and skills I need to make sure that this never happens. And just splits the ground into looks like that movie this is the end for a second and shoots some lava up and then pushes the literal kiyoshi island away from the mainland that's that's tough like that's the toughest thing i've ever seen tough what a badass and chin ends up dying because he you know was on the edge of glory and fell Mm. and that was his fault like it's on him but (laughs) Aang comes back I just love when he comes back and he was like what happened and they're like well you kind of confessed and they were like the wheel of punishment or torture or whatever they said all the imbeciles I swear just they were the worst like is it worms it's worms sure it's whatever you want it to be baby worms for brains you know what I'm saying oh yeah worms for brains yeah that's right yeah yeah, right. Yay! Um, but that sounded really condescending. I'm sorry. <laughs> Take that back. I was trying to give you credit because you were staring at me. And basically, he spins the wheel and it lands on being boiled in a like a pot of hot oil or something. Because these niggas are evil. <laughs> than oil. And... The Fire Nation soldiers pop up again for like the 10th time this season and still cannot catch these people. They came up. I think they popped up in the last episode, right? And my dude had um, the butterfly knots. Yeah. And uh, he, they pop up and the, they were like, who's the leader? And that guy was like, Ugh. and he was like, save us. You're supposed to save us. And Aang was like, oh, sorry, but you just sentenced me to die so (laughs) fuck you and he was like no okay you get community service which is like such a drastic change from all of the other ones like i think one was like a shark eating you or something and so (laughs) then he obviously goes and the hell is happening in my house but he goes he attacks fire nation soldiers blah 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 yet again we've seen this and he gets them to go away and they basically let him go because he served his community and they're able to dip. Um, mm-hmm. And throughout this entire episode, I'm just reminded that these people suck this. Yes. And that this episode could have ended had they just left numerous times during the episode. Um, but it was about, you know, honor and wanting people to like you as well and all of these things that um i didn't think that any of those were good enough reasons for this to happen i think they should have dipped there were multiple times as a kid people liking you was important you got to make them know you know that's what i feel like this episode (laughs) tried to teach people and then at the end you know they they now like they're all of them is they're just I think it shows that it really doesn't matter um, sometimes. Like, and also they end up liking you, but no, I'm saying like they're I'm saying superficial that's, that's people. There, that's that that whole notion is is trash. Like, oh yeah, didn't, no, I'm agreeing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then, but like, I think at the like in they had the um the unfried cookie dough as their celebratory gifts. They didn't even they make them. it like good cookie dough, like the chocolate chip cookie dough. You know what I'm talking about? 
They put Amy's they face on it, so they tried, but it just. But it was superficial, too. Like, I think it was all I think that was also part of it was that one. If people are going to hate you, people are going to hate you like there's not much you can do. And mm-hmm. two, if you were to win those people over, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's genuine. Like, I think that them hating him was superficial and I think that them liking him was equally as superficial yeah. and all very like performative and uh for their own benefit at the end of the day so that they could still party and so I think that um thinking about it like that the episode doesn't feel um as annoying but um I think it was basically you know it could have been called uh chapter five haters gonna hate um or chapter five bitches get stitches or um chapter five bet <laughs> and uh yeah that's all i have for that. do you have any stray observations for <laughs> nah, that's pretty five? that's pretty much it i like how um the show kind of like portrayed uh avatar kiyoshi she really is the better avatar absolutely um was she I, your favorite I, yes I can't remember. she is okay. my favorite avatar she's better than everyone yeah she's pretty badass i think yeah are they the most are they the two most recent ones pre Aang? Yeah, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was Kyoshi and then Roku? It was I'm assuming. There's Aang, Roku, and then Kyoshi. Okay, yeah. So cool. Okay. I was like, oh, so they only chose three people out of all these avatars? And I was like, oh, she must be like one of the most the recent. The most recent, people. yeah. She is. So episode <laughs> six, the blind bandit. Let's get into it. Yes, we finally meet Toph. 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 I feel like I always say it wrong the first time and then I get it right the second guess. I should just go with my second guess every time. I finally met Toph. I have not stopped hearing people tell me about Toph and how much they like Toph and how much I will like Toph and... Tough, 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 tough. <laughs> um, I realized I was saying it a lot. And so this was actually an interesting um, kind of episode. Uh, but she gets like a whole episode to kind of get introduced. And so Aang, six episodes Aang. into this fucking season, no. And <laughs> he still has not found an earthbending teacher. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. And they end up going to they run past these boys um and they hear them talking about because he gets a coupon for a uh, earthbending class which reminds me of like any like crossfit gym or yoga studio that gives you like free Mm -hmm. first time and then you pay like however many months ahead of time he was like "Mm, no and i'm glad that that's where that story stopped because i thought that he was going to keep going with it and i was like god i don't want to watch this and Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I know where that story's going to go. There's only so many places you can take it. And so... Like some uh, karate kid type shit. Yeah. And uh, they go to... Or they'll just realize that like it's all a scam. And I was like, that's not a fun episode to watch. And so they hear these two dudes outside talking about uh, this underground earthbending tournament. Like a... Mm -hmm. um, Earth Rumble Never Back Down or something. I love Never Back Down. Did you watch that movie? No. I don't think a lot of people watch that movie. I love that movie. Um, but that's basically what it was. And they basically are watching, and it's basically like a, a 
combination of like monster trucks and like WWE, which both of which I don't find <laughs> fun to watch. Um, but they were watching all these fighters and they were watching the boulder who reminded me of like the rock or something. Like I think That's it was a basically rock who was um, yeah, based off of the rock. Yeah. Is it voiced by him? I wondered um, that. I should have checked. Sure. I think on. it is, but also if folks have watched the It didn't new- sound like him. I think he was just trying to like be a portrayal of him. But if folks have watched like the new Jumanji movies, um, gosh, the character who's supposed to be like the all around Mr. Incredible type guy, he does like this boulder type thing where he like looks into the distance and squints his eyes and, you know, it's supposed to be sexy and, and riveting. That's kind of like another joke that they have. So um, for more context. Well, because this was out before. This was before the new Jumanji, though, right? That one was yeah, only yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So they made a reference before the reference even happened. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it was very much like a rock joke. Um. Whether or not it's voiced by him, I was too lazy to look. But <laughs> then he's whooping everyone's ass, obviously, in this like WWE fucking match or whatever and doing earth rumble six right earth rumble six with all of the (laughs) whack-ass dialogue that they have and the whack-ass poses and stuff and so Sokka is losing his monkey ass mind the whole time he's (laughs) losing his marbles he thinks that this is like the best thing he's ever seen his entire life and he's like all for the boulder basically the blind bandit um who's this young blind girl uh who pops up and it's obviously the girl from Aang's uh, vision in the swamp. And she's able to basically like borderline like bat sensor, um, like or sonar uh, use earthbending to be able to see like what's about to happen and kind of sense the energy shifts and like uh, the sounds and people like touching the earth and stuff like that. And so she, is able to really listen and be able to, and I feel like they really laid on thick, like she can listen. Like she literally cannot see. She has to listen. She's clearly your earthbending instructor. Like, I feel like they were like, does she have to be blind? And we were like, yes. And basically, uh, Aang's like, I have to rock with her. Like I have to be with this girl and learn how to earthbend. And, Obviously, again, they do this like multiple times during the series where they're like, Eddie volunteers and Aang is like me and (laughs) he goes up there to fight her. And then he basically cheats and uses some (laughs) airbending um, to win. He doesn't know earthbending yet. Mm. Yeah. But I was like, if this is like Earth, what is it called? Earth something six. Earth rumble six. Earth rumble six. And then he wins all this money by airbending. Um I was like, that's kind of weird that they just like were like, oh yeah, that's fine. Um, but they didn't. I don't think they did. Like they noticed until they were like, oh well, he didn't actually throw any rocks, and there was no earth bending, so he yeah, cheated. that was really weird because they were like, oh, they did it so that they could split the money, and I was like, but what if she had just won and she split the money with him anyway? Like I was like, they both. Won. I was like, this is I like the premise of this episode was a little loose for me. Um, in a couple spaces, yeah. but it was still fun to watch or whatever. But 
Uh, he ends up finding Toph because they pull up on those dudes again. And I did write down, because when they first meet those two dudes, they make like a Nunya business joke, which was great because it's like right up there with like a psych joke. Like, I just love a really good, like bad, <laughs> really bad pun. And Sokka just like losing it and being like, oh, Nunya business, I got to write that down. <laughs> and they see them again and they were like, do you know uh, this like earthbender girl and they were talking about something about a what was it like a badger i think Mm -hmm. it was a badger um yeah the badger balls yeah and they pull up to her house she lives in this like big mansion and it's kind of like the scene in what a girl wants where they get caught in the like lawn Mm -hmm. area and Basically, Toph has these, like, wealthy parents who think that she's just the most fragile thing in the entire world and have no idea that she earthbends. And they're just, like, she can't do anything. She has to be supervised at all times. think she's just so time. helpless, you know? Yeah. Like she, I think they literally said helpless. Like, they said at the end, like, my... <laughs> like, they really laid it on thick of, like, my blind, helpless fragile like (laughs) like just like all these things while she was standing right there and i was like this is so demeaning for you to like act like she ran away yeah she was like i'm so tired of this and and obviously i understand like some degree of concern of like it doesn't seem like this world is accessible to people like they haven't talked about that um Mm -hmm. but i was like to be like she literally is not allowed to do anything because she like because she can't see she's literally incapable of doing anything was super ableist and ugly and yeah ableist gross. for sure mm-hmm. it was yeah ableist ass parents and so basically uh the dude who ran the earth rumble six um <laughs> uh, kidnaps ang and Toph, uh because he thinks that they both and cheated obviously for ransom yeah yeah, and was like, give us our 500 uh, doubloons for... Uh, our goober dollars. Our knuts and sickles from Harry Potter. And basically they write this ransom note to them and uh, they were like, okay, cool, we're going to go. And the parents pay the 500, the 500 uh, dombles the doll hairs mm-hmm. and yes, they get the, the bubble money. <laughs> exactly. The bubble money. And <laughs> obviously the gang was like, no, that only gets like one of them. We're just going to sell Aang because that's the smartest option. Duh. And as they were about <laughs> to leave, uh, Toph. And this was like, right when they were like, please God, like Toph, <laughs> you are the best earthbender bar none like you you are the fucking best and her dad goes into that fucking rant of like she can't do anything <laughs> like can't even tie her shoes or like whatever like it just was like this list there's nothing wrong with people can't tie their shoes but like it was just so much and Toph had finally fucking had it she doesn't even wear shoes yeah yeah she oh maybe she can't tie her shoes. but yeah I remember looking at that and being like she where are the shoes? But I guess it makes sense because I didn't even think about it, but I guess it makes sense so that she can sense the uh, good vibrations um, a little bit better while she's. Yes, uh, come on, Marky Mark, our favorite rapper. <laughs> yes, Cardi B, who? 
don't know her. Exactly. I've never met her in my life. And, uh, well, that's true. I, I've never heard her in my life. It's probably more, um, more apt of a reference. But basically, she goes back and she whoops some ass. This was nice. I only, I probably like about, um, I probably genuinely enjoy like one out of three fight scenes. And this was one of them. Um, mm. for what's, your, sure. what's your top three? I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, uh, I, <laughs> I think I only know like three of them. No, I was no. I said like in general, like on occasion, so, like I probably like about one out of the three fight scenes that we see in these episodes. Like, cause we do three episodes and there tends to be a fight scene per episode or more. So if it was like a ratio, I feel like on average, I like about one out of three. Why are you looking at me like that? But I don't remember like my top three favorite fights because the fights are like the least interesting parts to me. Really? You think so? Oh, Avery. <laughs> I mean, we'll get into some good ones, bro. Especially I'm sure. To Fire Nation. I'm sure. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The War I'm Nation sure that fights, we will. The, but the I, War Nation fights, I will say, like how we're not as explosive. <laughs> That's a good one. Explosive. Um, oh, as wow. They, uh, <laughs> wow. How the tables turn. <laughs> as explosive as they could be. But, um, you know, as the, like I'm saying, as the show progresses, they get better, in my opinion. Uh, I definitely think that Earth Rumble 6 has some good, some good ones. But I think that they're Ooh. all good. Like, I think that they do. And we've Ooh. talked about this a bunch before, but I think that. And I know that it gets better because um, you've been telling me that for the entire show. Um, they do. But I, I do think that the fight scenes are one of the best cinematic parts of the show, but I just don't fully care. Um, but and, I'm also not like then, an action movie person. I'm not like a the fight scenes in Harry Potter normally aren't my favorite except the one between Dumbledore and uh, Voldemort. Like I'm not a fight scene person um and or then we still person. have yet to see within these three episodes our good sis azula so yeah that's a good point she dipped um her and uh ty lee um and, and uh, may. may yeah i yeah i forgot about that um i literally didn't even think about her during this episode that's wild um and they kind of like half-assed had the fire nation in these episodes too like they just kind of kept popping up and then getting mm-hmm. thwarted. Like, I think, like, three or four times in these six episodes, the Fire Nation pops up, and then it's just like, ah, you escaped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, you would think after, like, the second time of them escaping, you would come up with a better plan, but nope, they just mm-hmm. dipped with minimal effort. For some reason, that one where they were at the campsite, and they all pulled up on them, I was like, this is, y'all don't even try. Like, I was like, they did not even try and catch these niggas. Um... But yeah, I mean, at the the end of the episode here, we see that when uh, Toph is saved, her parents are like, well, that means you're never doing anything again. We're never letting you leave the house. Um, it's never going to happen. And uh, 24 she's like, oh. hour surveillance. That was not- Yeah. Well, good thing she runs away and joins the gay gang um, because she wanted to be free. So, you know, good for her. Yeah. So basically, um, they beg her. <laughs> they were like, please come with us. You're the best. Like, you're the fucking goat. She was like, can't. Guess not. 
Um, and then she pulls up on them, whoops Aang's ass really quick to be like payback, and then Sokka throws something that lands on her head. Um, and she passes out too, and that's just how they end that. But the dad was like, the Avatar and his friends have kidnapped my daughter. You must find them and bring her back and all this shit. Um, and has, uh, I think it was, was it the people from the Earth Rumble 6? Was that who it was? Yeah, it was people, that guy? it was both yeah. of them to go find her. Yeah, and so that's just yet another uh, villain duo or group that's after Aang. So now... Rubs to, fingertips together. Right, rubs fingertips. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Birdman rubbing hands together. So that is now three different groups um, that are after Aang of like Azula and uh, Tylee and May. Then you've got Zuko by himself and uh, the people from Earth Rumble 6, the WWE fighters. And so, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, the one that has the best chance is probably Azula. <laughs> well, technically, but, it's four because we still have to remember the pirates, too. I don't think they're still on the case, though. Because they just got contracted out, right? They got contracted by uh, um, the rich dude. No, by the Fire Nation, right? Wasn't it the Fire Nation that contracted the pirates because they had them try and kill Zuko and then they had them try and kill... Are they going to come back? Is that why you keep making that face at me? I'm just saying that everybody in this show is important. So Okay, so the pirates are coming back. But at this Who point knows? in the show, <laughs> at this point in the show, what we know is three different groups. Because I think right Absolutely. now, I think that those pirates are probably like a... Um, what is it called? Like a Chekhov's gun. Um, but no, they're more like a non-factor at this point. Um, yeah. Until they probably pop back up. But mm-hmm. those are the last three episodes. Yeah. Of the last airbender. How you feeling? Yeah. Um, oh, they also had some jokes in episode six. Sorry. They also had some jokes. I can't remember what context this was, but I have. Yeah, they have some more jokes about men being feminine. Um, I can't remember what joke that was. But I have that in there. Um, they love to make that joke, but go ahead. Did you have any thoughts about these last three episodes and where we're at I in mean, this season? I basically feel how you feel, like things are starting to heat up. Um, no pun intended. Uh, but uh, it's just really dope to see um, just the introduction of Toph. And I, I feel like she's a lot of people's favorite just because she's so authentic. She's not afraid to be uh, who she is. She's blind. And she's just just the best earthbender ever. So, you know, just her addition to the gang is going to change them um, significantly. They're going to have to take a look at themselves, all of them, because she's new. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like that. I like the the swamp episode that I feel like that part was cute because it introduced us to those country, country ass people. Country and, folk. Uh, country folk, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, like that's the that's the deep south they had on folks. So, yeah, I mean, I like these three episodes. Um, I'm interested to learn more about Toph and what she has in terms of the addition to the gang. And then also with Iroh and uh, Zuko's dynamic, how it's going to change now that they've split up. Will they get back together? How is Zuko going to basically fend for himself without his beloved uncle and um uh, what is what is uh, Ira going to be doing um, now that he's by himself? And uh, how is Solitude going to treat him? Because he seems like a very social guy, but 
I feel like this this is going to hit him more just because he lost his son. Like his son is dead. Mm-hmm. And Zuko he had kind of like as a son, but now his son doesn't want to be with him, which is with Zuko. So how is he going to handle that? So we shall see. And it's been like multiple times too, which is nuts. I'm yeah, I'm super excited to see. I'm really sad that I saw the title for episode seven because I was like, oh man, I want to see that episode. Um, but I always put it off until the day that we record because I'll forget every single thing that happened in these episodes if I don't. But absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for the next episode. Um, but yeah, I think that these episodes are definitely. <laughs> Definitely an improvement from uh, the last episode we recorded about episodes one through three. I thought that those were the most painful fucking things to talk about. Um, I still think, because as I was watching them, though, I think I liked them more as we talked about them just now. But I think when I was watching these, I wasn't, uh, I still wasn't feeling it as much. Like, I feel like season two, I think because season one ended on such like a dope ass note. And I'm sure that season two is doing that like slow build up until the end, which you can already see from these past three episodes of like really building up to, um, clearly better, uh, stuff. But, Mm -hmm. um, I think, yeah, I think, I was watching it and I was like, if this was, cause this is how I always feel when I'm watching something on Netflix, some ways like would I have kept watching if I was waiting for these episodes on TV. And obviously like kid shows are a little different because they play the episodes all the time. So it's not just like, Oh, you're sitting and waiting for the new episode all the time. It's also like you get to consistently watch other episodes and like, you may not even watch it the day that it's supposed to come out. You might just catch it like on whatever day. Um, but as I was watching these episodes, until episode six, I was like, I don't know if I would have kept watching by this point. Like, this is like over a month of episodes that I probably would have been like, I don't want to watch this anymore. But it's a little different because I could have like been watching reruns or something like that. Um, I did mm-hmm. none of this. But <laughs> if I theoretically was to go back in time and be like, hey, instead of watching... uh Aqua Teen Hunger Force at uh how old was that when this came out? It's like two thousand six. At uh ten, um maybe you could watch uh Avatar and that's yeah, that's probably how I would have reacted to these episodes. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I am so excited for Zuko. Um <laughs> but <laughs> cause I think that I yeah, I feel like I don't know. I feel like I was really sad that I think one of the reasons why I probably would have stopped watching would be um, the episodes that he's not in. Like, I think it sucks with a a show. I think any show that has a bunch of characters um, that kind of follow multiple plot lines, like kind of like a Game of Thrones. I know you haven't watched Game of Thrones, but like there's certain characters that you just wait to watch again. Like I know that a lot of people waited to watch Daenerys scenes, which is basically what I did as well. um, And Jon Snow. Um, but, like, when, uh, what was her face was learning how to do the face swapping and stuff like that. I was like, I don't care about this at all. I don't care about the Lannisters. I don't care about X, Y, Z. I just want to see Jon Snow and his auntie, um, pre them knowing that they were related. Um, <laughs> and is- I just want to watch that. Great show. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, we have reached the end of today's episode. Corbin said, um, I'm trying to go to bed. We are done. <laughs> listen, it's a school night. Okay. Um, what time do you have class yes. tomorrow? What time do I have class? Nine. Oh, that's why. I don't have anything yes. until You have one. access to my calendar. I didn't have it pulled up yet because I didn't know what you were doing tomorrow. I didn't because I normally look at the calendar if I'm like, oh, when can I set up a time to talk to Corbin or something like that? Like, oh, what is she doing right now? She's thinking about me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, she probably not. She in a pre-law class. <laughs> She's probably thinking about the content. I was wondering why you were like, oh, like, I don't want to be too tired or something like that. And I was like, but it's a Friday. Because I think because my Fridays Today in grad school have Thursday, always been. Um, no, I meant like Friday tomorrow. Because oh. um, my Fridays have always been kind of open. But I don't have a meeting until like one or something, which is why I'm drinking. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you can find us at Last Black Avatar on Instagram and Twitter. Y'all already know the. Oh, my God. Y'all already know the deal. <laughs> and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, Spotify, Podbean, mm-hmm. and all of the things. Please go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Uh, it helps with us, and we love to hear your feedback. You can email us at lastblackavatar at gmail.com. Is it the Absolutely. last black? Is it? The last black it's avatar. Last, it's last black avatar. Okay, no the. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my name is Avery. Once again, you can find me at uh, at Black Baby Gap. No A in the black. And <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm not really on Twitter much anymore, but uh, Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Corbin, where can the people find you? Yes, I'm Corbin. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm not really on TikTok like that, um, you know, because they might shut it down soon anyways. But um, Hurtful. I'm so sad. <laughs> as soon um, as I started I, to get a following, they were like, ah, <laughs> count me? your fucking days. <laughs> Don't get comfortable. You can find me at Corbin underscore forever on all platforms. Um so I guess uh, my pop culture plug for the week is, yeah, um, you know, Big Lotto, that is what we decided her name is going to be, uh, Now and Forever, um, has dropped an album, and it is what very good. What a badass. Good. I love when she be uh, talking shit. It's so beautiful. That tweet that I sent I you about, um, what was it like? Uh, I can't remember what it was, but basically like when I was doing this, y'all said that I wasn't this big or like now you're calling me a D-list celebrity, like all these things. And just like, she was basically like, suck my dick. I don't, like, I don't care. <laughs> I think for me, it was a video that she made about um, Gucci, the song that they had Muwap together. Mm, yeah. And uh, she was just like going in and I don't know what it was, but I was feeling it. I was like, wow, it's like she's really going off right now. And of course, I had to stream her music. Muwap, um, wow, Muwap. Mulan, Mocha, all those things. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but um, Muwap is a very good song. Stream that. Uh, in and out hit. Uh, what else? In and out is really good. On God, On God is a very good song. I think the nastier the song is, the better. Um, the heavier the bass with the nasty. I love it all. So she really did that. Um, pull up with 21 Savage is a hit also but yeah just stream all of that um, take care of yourself um, 
you know, wild things are happening out in the streets. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to all the organizers. I'm wishing y'all love and um, self-care and peace of mind. Uh, yes, just take care of yourselves. Make sure you got your, your buddies. If you're going to these protests, especially ones with curfews, make sure that you've got your PPE, you've got your uh, anti-tear gas stuff, you've got your, like, backup plans and meetup spots and all of the things. Yeah, just please be safe, uh, especially going into the weekend. I know the Triangle got some stuff going down. Um, People are getting worried about it. Um, But yeah, Mm. be safe as much as you can, considering the circumstances. Um, And my pop culture plug, uh, I've been watching... uh, a lot more stand-up because um, that's <laughs> I used to my mom made fun of me because I brought it up the other day and she was like that was all you fucking watched up until you left for college oh like she God. was like all you did was watch Comedy Central Presents because I watched almost every episode and like stand-up and delirious and raw and like would reenact them like to yourself but I could hear you <laughs> and like she was like I could hear you repeating the lines like in the fucking other room <laughs> And, like, watching all this stuff. And so I've been getting back into it. I've been watching um, a lot of stuff and listening to podcasts with uh, Pete Davidson, which, um, Cora, I know we talked about this earlier a little bit, like, briefly, but because we were both up <laughs> mad late at, like, 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I've been staring at the ceiling listening to Pete Davidson podcast for five hours. <laughs> um, but I've really been fucking with him. I like listening to him talk about mental health um, as someone who just recently started going to therapy. Um, it's probably why I'm, like, not as energetic this week because I've been, like, reconciling with myself. But, like, it's been really nice listening to him talk about um, a lot of things that are similar to my experiences. And so um, that's been super dope. So if you haven't gotten to watch any interviews with Pete Davidson and you're like, this douchebag, like, I encourage you to watch because it's really, it's really dope. Um, super genuine dude, but, um, yeah, Pete Davidson, if you're listening, um, I'm free this weekend, and if you're free this weekend... <laughs> That's disgusting. We don't end this <laughs> podcast. Y'all have a good night, um, and be on the lookout for more updates. Thank you. Yes, yeah, stay black, and, uh, Corbin already ended her recording. Um, stay black, and, uh, uh, oh god, she left me hanging. Stay black, and, uh, well, I guess I can end this how I want to, uh... <laughs> Stream Pete Davidson and uh, good night.